With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Sunday is this Sunday, April the 9th, all right, so hopefully you have been um, praying and fasting and, 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 you know, putting out there what you uh, want God to help you accomplish and uh, the person that you want to be for the rest of the year and going forward, all right, but yes, the Lenten season is coming to a close, so the one-hour shows are coming to a close. We will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m., but right now it's 9 to 10, and there are several ways for you to join the show. One, pick up your telephone, dial 347-826-7924. You can also log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can join us live and in living color as they are doing now. They are coming on. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Ah, I have no idea where that song came from because ain't nobody fighting on the timeline. I just like that song. All right. Anyway, Frederick, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. My Auntie Kim, my Auntie Karen is in the house, and you already know Denise Green is holding down the fort for you, girl. All right. Um, but let's see, did I get all the housekeeping out of the way? Yeah, go to the go to the blog talk. You can um, sign up. Make sure to activate your email, otherwise your name and number won't be counted. You can also find us in iTunes. But for everybody tuning in to the show, share the show, okay? Share the show. Whether you share it, whether you post it on your page, however you do it, just share the show. All right, but now we are about to share this knowledge. That's what we're going to do because we are about to bring in the lovely ladies who make up this wonderful show. Let's see. We are going to the phone lines. The phone lines are here, and we have the triple threat in the house tonight. It is Lou. It is Janelle. It is TJ. Ladies, welcome. Good evening, ladies. Good evening, ladies. Ladies, good evening. <laughs> What's up, Frederick? Frederick says, hey, Tina, at work, tune in for a minute. All right, thank you so much. And for everybody who, whether you, I say whether two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, thank you for the support. Just make sure that you share the show. All right, tell a friend, tell a friend. All right, all right, ladies. Man, I, I just have one question. What did we do before Internet? My goodness. The Internet goes out, y'all. <laughs> Your whole world is. Upside down. Mm. Oh, you t- okay. And the phones. <laughs> man, oh man. But we are back. We are back tonight, ladies. So let us go ahead. We want to jump into it because we just here for an hour. I have to ask, ladies, we're going to kick it off with something different. We normally don't talk about it, but of course, we have got to talk about uh, the headlines um, dominating the news here uh, regarding NCAA women. Shout out to the Lady Tigers, LSU, uh, the women's. Um, 
ladies, are you up on the uh, storylines of, um, first, the backlash that um, Angel Reese, who is the forward for LSU, the, the kind of the flack that she's been getting for her celebratory uh, gestures, um, and then our first lady, her comments regarding the visit to the White House. Are you up on those stories, ladies? Um, I'm, yeah. I know what I know what was going with uh, what was going on with the team um, and the the controversy between the, the two leads on both teams, actually. But I, I hadn't heard anything about the White House situation. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to give you a little little details on you if you want to uh, look it up. But, what, you know, we're going to go over it. But first we're going to, we're going to talk about the uh, reaction to Angel Reese and her celebratory gestures um, after, the, after winning the championship. So, um, but before I get started, I must give her her props, okay, and her being Caitlin Clark of Iowa. Uh, she's the Iowa guard, uh, six-foot junior guard for um, Iowa won the Wooden Award. So for those who may not know, she won the 2023 Wooden Award. That is given to the nation's most outstanding college basketball player. So Caitlin Clark is the truth, okay? Uh, Stephen A. calls her the Steph Curry of uh, women's basketball. But um, in addition to the Wooden Award, she has also earned um, the Naismith Trophy, uh, the Associated Press Player of the Year, the Wade Trophy, and U.S. BWA National Player. So she's won all of those awards this season alone for her outstanding play. So take, I take nothing away from Caitlin Clark. Um, also, if you were watching the tournament, uh, Caitlin is a competitor, okay? And talk about bringing the competitive spirit back to sports. Um, women's basketball did that, and she was a she was she was paramount in that. Um, her main thing this year, or her, her go-to, go uh, what she was known for, was putting the hand in the face. Uh, I think it's John Cena. Uh, he's a wrestler, and that's like his move. Oh, but she was she was putting the hand in the face to everybody. And when she uh, put 41 on South Carolina in the uh, was it semifinals, the game before the, the championship, oh, she was she was facing everybody, okay? But quite as kept LSU before the game, they said, now, you know, what she's been doing, that's good and all, but we are a different beast, meaning LSU. You need to come ready because we will be ready for you, Caitlin Clark, and ready they were. Uh, but still, Caitlin put up 40 points, I believe, in three consecutive games. And, again, like I said, she dropped 41 on South Carolina. But needless to say, as the game was winding down, Angel Reese, the forward for LSU, six foot three, uh, that's they call her the uh, uh, Barbie doll. She's a, 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 they have a name for her. But um, she put it right back to her, and she did it in her face. Now, a lot of people say, you know, that might have been overboard. But, hey, you know, these, at the end of the day, we're dealing with young uh, young adults here. But she waited for Caitlin to promptly walk past her, and she went and found Caitlin. She put the face, the hand in her face. She also put her hand up and pointed to her ring finger, meaning like, yes, we are the ones getting the ring. And she received a lot of backlash for that, saying that was unsportsmanlike. Now, but nobody said anything about Caitlyn when she was doing it. Um, so pretty much, ladies, I just to you, um, do you have a problem with uh, how Angel Reese, um, you know, maybe – Maybe she was overt with it, but again, uh, it's, a, it's all in competition. Um, do you have a problem with how she put it back on Caitlyn um, using her own her own celebratory um, gestures back in her face? Um, Janelle, we have you start off with that. Absolutely not, um, because I actually watched um, a great deal of the tournament. Um, I, I kind of started uh, following LSU because um, I, was, I used to follow uh, Shaq's daughter um, when she was in high school, and she actually goes to LSU. She plays basketball for LSU, so I started following them. And those girls are bad. I, I don't, I, I cannot take anything away from anybody on that team. Nor can I, nor can I say anything, you know, about the the way that the other girl plays. Um, she's a good player as well, but the problem is. You cannot be arrogant and be all up in somebody's face and trash talk behind somebody's back and in somebody's face and don't expect to get it back, especially when they smash in your face in the mud. I don't have a problem with it. 
I mm-hmm. absolutely don't have a problem with it. You give what you get. Yep. This is we grown ups now. We're not in high school no more. All right, all right. Hey Lou, would you like to comment on that? Hey Lou, what what say you? That was that was what you're supposed to say. Um, no, I don't. I agree with Janelle because if you're gonna dish it out, you gotta be able to take it. And mm-hmm. if you lose, that's even better. Hey, Rashad, what's up, Shad, Shad? Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. I think I saw some more people come in here. Eric, tuning in. Ladies, we are in total agreement. If you can't dish it out, if, if you can dish it out, then you need to be able to take it. Um, which Caitlin Clark was more than uh, willing to absorb. I commend her. She acted like she didn't see it. Every time somebody asked, she's done like three or four interviews since, you know, since they lost the championship. And in each one of them, she says that, you know, no, I really wasn't paying attention. I was trying to get to the – to the handshake line, or she was like, I was just concerned about my teammate. You know, I really commend her for um, her response to all of the backlash as well, and also sticking up for for Angel Reese. Um, if it's not a, if you don't know, or if it's not apparent, Caitlin Clark of Iowa, yes, she is a white female basketball player, and Angel Reese is um, unapologetically black. Um, I do want to read these comments from Angel because um, apparently this has been she's been dealing uh, she's very outspoken. Um, and uh, just cute as a button, um, but she's very outspoken. And she said this uh, after the game. She says, I quote, all year I was critiqued for who I was. I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year when other people do it and y'all don't say nothing. So this is for the girls that look like me, for those that want to speak up for what they believe in. It's unapologetically you. And that's what I did before tonight. It was bigger than me tonight. And Twitter is going to go into a rage every time, end quote. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I was disappointed. I think I was really disappointed with the backlash that Angel was receiving. Um, again, because either you uh, weren't aware of how Caitlin Clark was, I don't want to say behaving, but her competitive spirit. Maybe you weren't aware of how she was throughout the whole tournament. Um, but for Angel to just receive, like I said, all of the backlash, the, I, don't even, I don't know if it was the backlash per se or the amount of backlash she was receiving, um, but it was, it was very disappointing because I would, just, just so that we would know, I wonder how Caitlin Clark would have been if they had won. You, do you wonder about that, Janelle? And and Aunt Lewis, like, when she was doing everything, you know, leading up to the championship game, I wonder what Caitlin Clark would have done if Iowa would have pulled off that national championship. I can only imagine. You it already know she would have been, you already know she would have been clowning the even worse than what she had been prior to the game. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm so sick of, it always being a two-sided street. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay for one to do it and not the other. It's, you know, because she's because she's white, she gets away with this or she gets away with that, and the and then the black girl has to be slammed because um, she's showing a competitive nature. Black women are inherently um, competitive, and we have no choice but to be because the world has not handed us anything. We've got to go get what we want, and that's what that girl did. So I'm not faulting her. I'm faulting everybody else who want to be, you know, who wants to talk negatively about her because of her actions or the way she is constant. That girl is constantly getting it, and it's not just her. It's other members on her team that are. are it's the same thing. It's like you, you what I can't, I, I can't be um, proud of myself or can't, you know, have some kind of type of dignity because I know who I am. I mean, come. Now this is it's ridiculous. Charles Barkley said that it was it was unfortunate that that her taunting overshadowed uh, the game. That boy needs to sit down and, and somebody sock him in his head. Mm. Well, you know, I think what he was what he was uh, the intent was the way that Angel Reese played. She was uh, voted outstanding player of, of the tournament or of, of the game. I'm sorry. And what we're talking about is her gestures after the game. So I, I think I understand what he was saying. It's just like, let's talk about how dominant she was on the court versus how she responded at the end of the game with her celebratory gestures. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with him. 
you know, all of this is overshadowing what she brought to to that championship game. That that's how I took it. How old is the girl? How old is she? How old? Mm, Angela is what twenty? Yeah. Twenty one, maybe. Maybe twenty. Twenty or twenty one. What would you twenty and twenty one? Come on now. Yeah. People need to. Yeah, come on. But I, I mean, can see if she thirty five. I can see if she was thirty five or something like that, but she's young. Mm-hmm. And the girl threw it, threw it, threw it at her, and like she said, she ghetto. She ain't trying to be nothing but who she is. <laughs> yeah, she ain't ghetto, but she's just young, you know. Okay, right. I'm uh, thinking back off what Janelle said. Yeah, when Caitlin Clark does it, it's competitive spirit. When mm-hmm. Angel does it, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's uh, that that double standard that we consistently see in uh, sports. Period. Exactly. Let's move to now uh, our our first lady, Joe Biden. Bill Biden, I'm sorry, Joe Biden. So we all know that when uh, championship teams, when they win, they have a visit to the White House. One quick uh, caveat, though. I am also disappointed in Coach Tim Mulkey of LSU for not staying or standing up for her player through all of this. She's been very quiet. Uh, not sitting well with me, uh, that, that she's not standing up for the player as well. But I digress. Let's move on to the White House issue. So Joe Biden, um, like I said, we know that all championship games, they are get the invitation to, to the White House. Uh, up until the Trump um, uh, presidency, this is a, just a standard uh, celebration. Um, now, whether it, you know, we, had, we dealt with COVID and, and all of that kind of stuff, so we can understand why teams not going to the White House was, um, you know, why, why it stopped. Um, but now the invitation has been given to LSU to come to the White House to celebrate. Well, Jill Biden, first lady, she was giving an interview, and she says, uh, here we go, let me find it here. Um, hold on. So oh, sorry, y'all, here we go. Um, here we go. So she says, um, she was also attending the game as well. She was at the championship game. And she says, I quote, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. Iowa should come too because they played such a good game, end quote. Now, of course, she's backpedaling. Her White House, um, her press secretary, um, walking back, you know, the, the runner-up comment um, saying that, you know, she was just kind of caught up in the moment and just kind of trying to congratulate Iowa and their success. Angel Reese is having none of it. And Angel said, well, how about this? Let's not even go to the White House. Let's just go to the Obama. I said, oh, my goodness, go ahead, Angel. <laughs> I'm not even mad at her. But, um, you know, I was talking to my dad about this, and, you know, we were talking about how, how quickly will it take for the retraction to come out? And, um, you know, he made the comment that because I, I had a feeling that she was going to say, oh, you know, I said it in jest or, you know, it, I didn't mean that or, or whatever. And he made the statement that um, she probably, she meant it. But if there was no, if there was no uproar about it, then let's see if we can get Iowa in the White House. But if there is backlash, then let's go ahead and do the politically correct thing and say, no, it wasn't our, it wasn't our attention. We know that only the champions should come. Um, I am extremely disappointed in Joe Biden. I do not believe uh, Michelle Obama would, would have made that mistake. I don't know if any first lady would have made that mistake. But, again, it goes to show you the mindset of, let me just say it, white America. Um How the- TJ, out of the abundance of the heart, the, the out of abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. She spoke what was in her heart, and exactly. we and people need that. We need to see what's going on. Okay. Exactly. Um, LSU, yes, it is a predominantly black team. Uh, I'm not going to say that LSU is a predominantly because uh, it's not an HBCU, um, but when it comes to women's basketball, the the, the team is predominantly black. Uh, Iowa, you already know. So for her to say that Iowa also come because they had such a brilliant season. Joe Biden, I'm going to need you to go in the words of Tiff, go and have several seats. That should never have come out of your mouth. Um, 
again, just utterly disappointed. Um, ladies, I want to give you the floor, though, uh, to hear your thoughts um, just on the comments that were made, period, and then her trying to backtrack them. And also, Angel Reese, if you want to comment on her, her comment saying that, you know, let's not even go to the White House, let's go to the Obamas. Um, hey, Lou, we'll have you keep that one on. I didn't hear. Can you tell me what Gia, what exactly Jill Biden said? Uh, she said, I quote, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. Iowa should come, too, because they played such a good game, end quote. Okay, so that was what she said. Okay, well, we're going to have the champions come. Well, when have you had the champions and the, and the losers come? Usually it's, it's only the champions last time I checked, wasn't it? That is oh, correct. Can you correct me if I'm wrong? You are so you know, correct. Okay, so, uh, but she'd rather have the white people up in the White House than the black people. You just better say it, Lucinda. Say it again. Y'all heard me. <laughs> you better co-sign yourself, right, Lou? I know that's right. Janelle, your thoughts? I'll, I'll have none. Uh, ignorance these days, especially coming out of that White House, is just running rampant. I, I'm just over all of them. <laughs> That's not, over, not over all of them, Jadelle. I am, I, and I'm, I, I'm. You know, I don't do the politics thing, but I promise, if if him, if 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 his old behind and his wife just don't go sit down somewhere, I just can't take the foolishness right now. I can't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk. Oh, I don't even. I haven't even gone back to the uh, to the studio here. Um, that's the number to call to talk to the ladies. But here's up on the timeline. Give us your thoughts, Larise. Thank you so much for tuning in, Javier, Nate. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, Frederick says on the timeline. I don't have a problem with it. They should know by now how we get down. Uh, she started it, and they finished it. I think it's good for the sport as long as it doesn't get out of hand. That's, okay, that's in response to um, Angel Reese's, um, her celebratory uh, gestures after the game. Let's see, Sasha says, I love the way Reese and LSU also made it known that they saw the actions against South Carolina. South Carolina has, uh-oh, come on. South Carolina has a team with three starters going to the WNBA and was on a historic win streak. That is so correct. I think it was 42 games in a row. Talk about respect, indeed, when you dish it out. Definitely. So for tuning in to the show tonight, uh, uh, as I always say, share the show. Share the show, y'all. But, yeah, so the White House, um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know, ladies. You think that now? Do you think that LSU will go to the White House for the celebration? Honestly, I I don't know. I just I, I personally, if it were me, I I wouldn't go. I I could care less about. Listen, I I just want a championship. You think I care about a White House full of old crazy white people? I don't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, let me just stop. Maybe if the Obamas, Obamas was in there, that would be fine, you know. But I'm with Janelle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just for the simple fact, you know, how, um, I guess, historic it is. And, you know, not everybody gets the opportunity to, to win a championship and to go. Um, I don't. I can't say that I wouldn't go, but uh, Jill Biden, I, she would be there and I wouldn't see her. I could honestly say that. Uh, now, Joe, Joe may not remember, you know, when they come or who they are when they get there. But, uh, right, I right. <laughs> Let me leave Joe alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's doing the trouble. He's ain't losing his mind. He probably wouldn't remember. Jill might not even remember him, too. They might think somebody's going to come in and take over. You never know. <laughs> no, not, but I don't think I could pass up the opportunity to go to the White House. And then also, you know, because the Obamas, they have, they were there. So I would like to go and see, you know, their portraits and, and, and all of that good stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm i just, just disappointed in, in, in Jill Biden. Um, also, let's see, Angel, uh, there was something else you said that I just thought uh, was meant, worth mentioning. 
Oh, here she goes. She says, I quote, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't accept the apology because of, because of you said what you said. I said what I said. Sounds like Mary J. Byers from uh, Ghost. And like, you can't go back on certain things that you say. This was Angel Reed speaking on a podcast, uh, talking to Brandon Marshall. Um, you know, they have, um, they have their podcast, I Am Athlete. Um, she went on to say, I mean, you felt like they should have came because of sportsmanship, right? They can have that spotlight. We'll go to the Obamas. We'll see Michelle. We'll see Barack, end quote. <laughs> so, yeah, Angel Reese, she's not having it. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if you know, she does attend uh, the White House uh, ceremony. But 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Um, ladies, any comments on Angel's comment? No, I'm good. Y'all, it's been said. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what, on that note, we're not going to go to a break because it's only an hour, and we we want to maximize every minute that we have until 10 p.m. So what I will do is, of course, we will do our shout-out. I'm going to do um, the um, – DJ, no, no sports and music. God, I, I didn't write about sports tonight. Okay. Okay, Thank please. You. That heads up there. All right, so we will go ahead. Oh, hold on. Let me get to the studio here. All right, so it is roll call time. Sadell, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. I'm in the house. Hey, Lou, what say you? I do, I do, I do. <laughs> oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. But you already know the call on the wall. It's time. It is time for the baddest city in the land when her pen hits and it's just time. So, Mr. what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports 2. I have some news for you. Did you know that we're living in the last days? And this is not a temporary craze. Do you not see the sign? There's a spiritual decline. People are lacking love for each other, hating their mother, father, sister, and brother. Depression and anxiety are at an all-time high. So many murders and suicides, and no one knows why. There are earthquakes and floods in various places, kidnapping of bodies with no traces. We need Jesus more than ever, because Satan thinks he's clever. In four days, we will celebrate Resurrection Day. This is when Jesus rose from the grave. We as believers should pray and not lose heart. Because the enemy would love to tear us apart. We should daily read the word and frequently fast and not meditate on the things of the past. We should witness to others every chance we get, letting them know that Jesus died and canceled their debt. Happy Resurrection Day to everyone. Let's praise the risen Savior and God's Son. For the battle has been fought, and the victory has been won. (laughs) (laughs) I must say, awesome job, amen. All right, all right. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into basketball since it is basketball season. I think I'm going to save um, the Lamar Jackson uh, topic for next week because hopefully we'll have, maybe we'll have some information. Uh, but he released some information. He dropped a bomb, um, what was it, during the 
uh, owners and coaches meeting, um, you know, about the trade. So, but I don't want to try to rush through that. So, ladies, we'll we'll just um, table that conversation for next week when we're back to our regularly two-hour schedule uh, programming. So let's go ahead and jump to basketball because we are heading into the playoffs. Oh my goodness, yes! I had to wear my Bulls attire tonight because we are actually. Let me go ahead. I saw the standing. Uh, But what teams do, but I'm just excited because I never thought that the Bulls were going to be uh, making it in. Now, I know we, we're not going to go far. We're in the 10th spot. Uh, hey, so I had to wear my, my Bulls tire here before we get put out of the playoffs. We might be out by next time we come on. I don't know. But anyway, so playing the Bucks right now is out Giannis and without uh, Chris Middleton. So, hey. We might have a chance to win it, all. If the Bucks win tonight, they lock in the number one seed. Now, I don't know how how uh, how much the Bucks would want to win or, or to lock in the number one seed because in years past, when they were number one, they didn't do too well. They didn't fare too well in, in the playoffs. So they might want to lose and then go down to number two or three. I don't know. I'm just saying. Don't shoot the message. But, uh, but yeah, the Bulls, related to the play-in tournament, we're going to play in. We might not play on, but we're going to play in. All right. And, uh, Janelle, your hopes, they are um, they are in as well. Yeah, I know. It don't mean nothing. Okay. Kevin, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be difficult, but we, we made it to the plans last year, and nothing happened. We, it's, there is not there, um, – they they are not cohesive right now. They they've got all kind of issues going on because the Hawks were were good enough at the first half of the season that we shouldn't have even had to have an argument about a plan. We should have actually been clinched a, a playoff spot. Period. But they have so much going on with um, this whole situation with Clay and all these um, new parts and this coach is not worth anything right now. It's just it's too much going on. We ain't going nowhere. We gonna we we gonna play in. We gonna play in one spot and go sit down. That's what we gonna do. Oh, um, all right. Well, we'll be on we'll be on the couch together. You know, we'll we'll be on the couch and uh, hopefully ain't lose Clippers won't be joining us anytime soon. Stop it now. But uh, Kevin, I need stop, Kevin. Stop it. Kevin, you just you just dropped me on my head. Y'all, Kevin said uh, y'all will be out of the play-in by the end of the show. Kevin, why you do? Why you treat me so bad? <laughs> That's so rude. That is so wrong. Oh my it's goodness! So bad, Kevin. Not by the end of the show. That means only got what twenty-eight minutes left to be in the. Kevin, you wrong for that now. Tina, you can listen. You can take you can take courage in the fact that that is actually a joke and not a true statement because you guys have clinched that last spot. I yeah, that's true. But you know, look, I had to. I had to but that was wrong. That was wrong. That, that was a good one though. I, I give it to you, Kevin. We were just talking <laughs> about it. If you it's that, you got to be able to take it. And that 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 just was served cold. I'm not gonna lie to you. Cold blooded. All right. <laughs> All right, funky. <laughs> but let's go ahead. We'll go over the standings here real quick. Um, heading into, I believe it's, what, three or four? I think no one has more than four games, but I think everyone has uh, about three games left in the season. So as of tonight, right now, if the playoffs were to start, uh, Milwaukee, they hold the number one spot. Then Boston. Uh, Philadelphia is holding down third. Cleveland is fourth. The New York Knicks. Hold down the fifth spot, the Brooklyn Nets. They are still doing their thing, y'all. Um, holding down the sixth spot. Then for the play-in tournament, Miami is seventh, Atlanta is eighth, Toronto nine, and my Chicago Bulls are in the tenth spot. And they cannot move. So Chicago has locked down the tenth spot. So again, if they were to play right now, Miami would be playing Atlanta, Toronto would be playing Chicago. So, um, but again, three more, uh, three more games for everyone. And the play-in tournament starts April the 11th, all right? Now for the West. The West is the one that it is just so um, so convoluted. Yeah. So Denver, they are currently holding the number one spot at uh, 52 and 27. Memphis still holding on to the second spot. Sacramento, shout out to the Sacramento Kings. Who thought that they would be um, 
not only relevant, but as good as they are, all right? So they are uh, 48 and 31 currently. Phoenix Suns are holding down the fourth spot. Golden State, they are um, slowly moving up. Uh, let's see. Then we have the Clippers holding down the sixth spot. Talk about don't call it a comeback. I just knew that the Lakers were out. I thought they had just pretty much given up. We didn't know when LeBron, if LeBron was coming back. LeBron said, hold on, Kimosabi. I still got something left in these legs. So Los Angeles, they hold down the, the Lakers. They hold the seventh spot. New Orleans Pelicans, the eighth. Minnesota Timberwolves, the ninth. And rounding out the top ten right now, the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Dallas Mavericks have gone to Cancun already. What happened to the Dallas Mavericks, y'all? I don't know, but that's crazy. I, I did not expect for them to be as far down. Now, here's the thing, and this is what I was talking about. Every time we talk about basketball, this is what this is the thing that I was that I was saying. The um, the West is so tight right now as far as the difference between the games. Literally, if if um, Dallas won every game and OKC lost every game and Minnesota lost every game, that would immediately pop them in the ninth. The, everything is so tight. You got literally one or two games separated, and it's like with the Clippers and the um, and the Lakers. The only reason why the um, Clippers are over the Lakers is because they beat them. They have the exact same the um, exact same percentages. Yeah, they yeah, they they they're both forty one and thirty eight. So it's like when I say everything is so tight in the West, there is there is no room to wiggle at all. Yeah. Shout out to the Lakers for making it interesting though. I you know, I gotta give it to them because they were counted out and everybody was saying it and they heard it. Um and the Clippers and the Lakers they play tonight. So, hey, Lou, I hope you you, you, you got your, your caffeine or, or if you're going to be able to watch the game. It should be a good one because uh, the Lakers, they are really playing some good ball. They, they are they are uh, playing as a unit a lot better than they have been. Uh, but then they've also been able to play as a unit because pretty much everybody, well, since LeBron's been back, um, playing together. Anthony Davis, he's been more on the court than off the court. But, yeah, the Clippers and the Lakers, they are tied at 41-38. The Pelicans and the Timberwolves, they're only separated by one uh, one loss. They they each have 40 wins, uh, just one loss. And then, like I said, OKC. Right now, I think Dallas is holding down the 11th spot. But, I mean, they would need, in the words of uh, Denise Williams, it's going to take a miracle for them to get into the the play-in. But, I mean, they just, the acquisition of Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie has really been balling. And even Luca has been putting up the numbers, but it's just they don't seem to be playing as a team. And if you watch just uh, body language of Luca, um, he just doesn't seem happy. So uh, Dallas went to the to the Western Conference Finals last year, and now they are on the verge of not even making it to the playoffs, not even the play-in. Right. Well, how right. does that happen? And you you acquire one of the top what I'd have to say top three or four players in the league right now. With Kyrie Irving when he's when he's on, um, that just doesn't make sense to me. But again, it goes to show you how important the role players are. You can give up the, the kitchen sink to get you know a Lamborghini, but that Lamborghini can't do it all by himself. And they are suffering. Meaning the Dallas Mavericks, they are suffering on the defensive side of the ball. Nobody's playing defense. So as much as they may put up 120, the other team's putting up 140. Um, but, yeah, Dallas is, whew, I know Kyrie wasn't expecting this. And then when you see on the flip side how how well the Phoenix Suns are doing with uh, Kevin Durant coming back, I believe they're, what, 7-0 and since um, Kevin has returned? They haven't lost the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Kevin looks really good. Um, so for them, to, for the Phoenix Suns to be holding down the fourth side, uh, the West is going to be exciting. That's all I can say. I, I am I am really um You know. See, what I find interesting, um, it, it's actually kind of mind-blowing for me, is the fact that the Brooklyn Nets lost both their superstars, and they still managed to – I mean, I don't understand. It, it, it's like they literally made it seem like Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving were everything, but they lost those two, and the Brooklyn Nets are literally sitting in the sixth spot right now. It's like, what is happening? 
Yes. And they have a firm hold on the six spots. Yes. A firm hold. I'm like, they're 40, 43 and, and, and 36. It's like they wanted forty four and thirty six. They won. They're forty four and thirty six. They won that last game. Oh, okay, okay. So forty four and thirty six. I mean, it's it's a testament. Tell somebody what they can't do, and they will show you what they can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because so, who yeah. saw that coming? I would have definitely bet that Dallas would have been in the playoffs over some over the Brooklyn Nets, especially after the shakeup that they had. Are you kidding me? I'm on and not and not backing into the playoffs. Like I said, Brooklyn is there. Somebody's gonna have to come see Brooklyn. I'm like, go ahead, Brooklyn. That, that, that's and the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> the New York Knicks. They are doing so well with uh, the addition of Jalen Brunson. Talk about, uh, like I said, talk about one man's trash is another man's treasure too. Um, yeah. But yeah. But Dallas, I I believe that Dallas regrets that trade giving up Jalen, Jalen Brunson for Kyrie Irving. Or, um, I'm sorry, um, uh, move, that, that movement, moving uh, Brunson to uh, to the Knicks in order to, you know, um, open up that, that room, that space to get a Kyrie Irving. What, but, uh, what, what, what's really mind-blowing for me is that I would have thought that um, – Moving uh, Kyrie to Dallas would have gave them a little edge, would have gave them something. But they are mm-hmm. they are literally going in the wrong direction. They were doing they were going to make the playoffs before that trade. I know, I know. So that just begs the question: What do you think it is now? That, I mean, that was that's what I was going to lead to. Um, I mean, do you think it is it the chemistry? Um, do you believe that? Because a lot of people are saying, or I should say, a lot of people were saying that this move, Kyrie to Dallas, was going to say a lot about Luka and his um, leadership abilities or skills. You know, he's played with some heavy hitters. Uh, what, Porzingis, um, who, who was the one he had uh, right before Jalen Bronson? Uh, or was it Porzingis? Might have been Porzingis. Um it was another big name that he had, but it just, you know, you, you put these superstars or or really key athletic people with, with Luca, but they don't seem, he doesn't seem to be able to take reins of the team and, and be that, that Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant that you need or a, a, a John Morant that you need, uh, you know, even a James Harden, you know, uh, someone that can seem to, to galvanize and, and rally the troops to play for him. And the crazy thing about it is he has some he has some decent pieces on his team because um Tim Hardaway Junior's on that team. Um yeah. JaVel McGee, although he's you know, not he's not what he was, he still is he, he still has talent. He still has that um that 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 mental toughness that they need to pull things together. I mean, they got some decent pieces on the team, so they I don't understand what is happening. I, I just I don't I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's chemistry or if it's or, or what it is, but I know that Luca has got to get it together because they he is the leader of that team and they're they're counting on him to pull this together. This is just it's it's unreal. Yeah, Kevin I just says, did not expect that. Kevin says Dallas should have paid Brunson. I, I bet they regret that now. And then he also says Dallas gave up Dinwiddie and Finney Smith in the Kyrie trade. That's right. Those, those two, the, the, the defensive prowess. Because um, uh, Dinwiddie, uh, that, that boy, he was a ball hawk. Um, but he says gave up Dinwiddie and Finney Smith in the Kyrie trade. They have no defense now. But even with no defense, uh, I mean, defense wins championships, so you're not going to go far if you don't play defense um, in any league. But, I mean, Kevin, what do you think it is with, with Luka? Uh, because he just, he's worse than LeBron James now. And we all know Le- LeBron James is cry me a river. Or he, you know, he, he had been for a while. Every time somebody, he go in the paint or he gets touched, you know, it's just he fall out, you know, it's just a, a foul times three. But Luka just seems to be uh, begging. He's like Lenny Williams now. He's begging for a foul, begging for somebody to, to take him, to let him go to the free throw line. It just, it just seems like it's just something with him. But I don't know. Hey, Lou, any, any 
go ahead. Maybe he's dissatisfied with with um with the moves that that you know Dallas has made. I, I don't know. I know it's something uh, because they they are definitely headed in the wrong direction. I'm telling you, before that move, they were going to the playoffs. I believe they were fourth. They were sitting at like fourth or fifth. Yeah, they were. They were. There was no question about them. That you know, you could question a lot of folks, but like the Clippers and the Lakers, but you couldn't question it now. Now it's like, what has happened? Yeah. What's up, Tasha? I see you in the house. Kevin says, "How about some love for Rob Polink making those moves at the trade deadline?" I will not. <laughs> I tell you, Kevin, you, you're pushing it now. You're pushing it too far. Kevin, Polink, pushing it. That is his job to make the Lakers relevant. Now, you know, if you keep Anthony Davis on on the court, you know, you have that's eighty percent of the battle right there. It really, don't matter who's who's out there on the, on the field or what moves they make. But uh, just just be happy that the Brow is is playing. But don't get too, you know, don't get too up there. But uh, what's saying, Luke? <laughs> what, what place is the Lakers? Because I haven't looked on there in a few days. Uh, the Lakers are seventh. Well, they right behind us, huh? Yeah, yeah so but the they problem are, is they're only seventh because because you guys beat them when they played. If they lose, if you guys lose tonight, that's going to change. Yeah, they'll be sick. Well, 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 we're still in the playoffs, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm with Jay Lou. I'm with you. It don't matter what number. You there, you there. I Six or seven, it. it don't matter. We up in there. Hopefully we can we can. Yeah. And, and actually, it, Actually, Miss Lucinda, it does make a difference because of where you land matters because of who you're going to play. Yeah. Well, you know, it's do or die, baby, just like football. It's do or die. If you don't win those is it seven games, right, uh, four of them, you, you're out anyway. U-O-U-T-S-T-O-O-S-O-P. Well, at least you get four chances over football. It's one and done. Like, you know, <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> at least you get four, four chances. But, but, yeah, but with the Lakers, as long as they stay seventh and eighth, you know they're guaranteed a spot. Cause they'll, you know, they'll they'll either be in the seventh spot or the or the eighth spot. But um, yeah, Clippers they should they should want to win this game tonight. To, uh, well, I'm you know. sure they do want to win, girl. But you know, wanting and doing is two different things. Now you heard me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Kevin says Luca and Kyrie don't really fit. Both ball dominant players plus he's a crybaby too. Yeah, I just don't remember Luca being such a crybaby though. I really don't. Before Kyrie came, but you scared of Kyrie, girl. I ain't gonna say that now. I ain't gonna say you scared, right. man. Right. Don't say it. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but uh, Janelle, I did want to pose this question to you because I remember <laughs> way back when when it was Luca and Trey and all that, and you were wanting, you know, Luca. You were, you were hoping that the Hawks would have attained Luca's services. Do you? Um, do you still feel like Dallas got the better of that end with getting Luca and y'all getting Trey? Since I ain't none of them really, neither one of them did anything really for their team. Okay, let me let me let me let me explain let me let me explain to you why I feel like I still would have preferred Luca over Trey. Okay. I'm not taking anything away from Trey. The boys are balling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so when you get Luca has the experience that we were look, that I was looking for. He has um, he has the right temperament. He has things that Trey doesn't have. Trey's still young. Luca played overseas for, for for years before he came over here. So mm-hmm. he he literally would have given us he would have given us an edge that we would that we don't have with Trey. Trey's a hothead. He's he's gotten to the point where his arrogance has exceeded his ability to play ball. Between his attitude with his teammates and his attitude with the coaches, it's causing a problem for us. We don't need no more drama in this city. We got enough drama going on. Every time we get a decent basketball team going on, something happens. We, I, I can't. I, I think we still would have been better getting Luca than than Trey because um, we would, there were there are things that we've had to endure and things that we've had to deal with that we wouldn't have had to. Mm. Okay, I like what you said that his arrogance is out is uh is exceeding his talent. Wow, that's true. Oh, it's true. All right, Charles Park. 
All right, who? Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. <laughs> but if no. she would, if she would pay attention to, if she would pay attention for five minutes to what's going on with my team and what has been going on with my team for the past couple of years, then she would understand why I'm saying that. It's the truth. I, I, I dare anyone to battle me on that. I am not taken away from this boy's talent because he is very talented. But he's yeah. gotten to the point where. His talent has swelled his head so big that nobody can coach him, nobody can play with him, nothing. He's not, it's the cohesiveness that we had a couple years ago. It's gone because, number one, why would you get rid of a coach that has brought us out of the the rabbit hole and finally brought us to a point where we're winning games? You get rid of that coach. Because um because of the because of one player bring us in another coach who literally cannot coach this boy. I mean it's it's I'm not gonna be difficult. I promise I'm not. Because you know how I am, but I am a realist. I will always love my hawks. I will always root for my hawks. Just like I always root for the Falcons. But I promise you, right now Trey is a problem for us. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you get no argument from me there. Um Y'all have been moving in the wrong direction. I mean, uh, what was it, Nate? Um, uh, I want to say Nate Robinson, but that's not it. What was the coach that took y'all to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals? The, and, they, and they got rid of them. Yeah. And it just makes no sense to me. Yeah. So um, definitely moving in the wrong direction. But and now, and now it's an organization problem. The organization, the higher ups. I ain't even say the coach. And now it's the Atlanta front office because now you've given him so much power. Why would he change? What's going to force him to, to, you know, acquiesce? I've already given him, you've already let him know that, you know, he's a big man on campus. So we'll see. We'll see how, you know, how long this coach lasts until they, you know, try again. Five minutes. Five-year deal, didn't he? The coach I have now? Yeah, but it's, it, um, it, it's not gonna make a difference. Um, I think Nate Nate Nevin is his name too. Yeah. I think his um his uh his deal um they they shut his deal down and he was in the middle of a contract. Yeah. So it's not gonna well, make I mean, a difference. It, it don't matter. It doesn't matter how many years he signs for. If the owners of the Hawks decide that they've had enough, then he's out the door too. But what the problem is, they need to they need to get a handle on the player, not the coach. Right. right. Nate was not the problem. The problem was this young boy and his his inability to realize that he is not everything. You, um, basketball is one is one sport that you cannot um, expect one player to do everything. Look at look at. I mean, for years we've had you 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 can go back and pick any one of the stars on any team and realize that you cannot that that one person. Um, all the way even back to Michael Jordan, who had Scotty. And when it wasn't Scotty, it was somebody else. You cannot just expect one player to, to carry a team. And and part of this, um, the boy doesn't even have the ability to carry a team like that right now. He's still young in the league. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Well, we shall see. By the time we come back, it will be the play. Play in turn, well, the playoffs will have started, so we'll have when um, we come back on the 12th, so we'll be in the midst of, of the play-in tournament, so we shall see. But with that, y'all, it is a wrap. It is the show. Next week, we will be back to our regular schedule programming, and we won't be rushing through the, uh, through the show here like uh, like uh, Michael Jackson in the Panther uh, commercial. But right now, oh, my far, God. Tina Denise Jackson, that is, you are really out of control tonight. That was great. It's time for our shout out. Janelle, you're up. Well, you didn't knock the words out of my mouth. My, I, I, all I can say is, um, I, I love you, ladies, and, and, um, have a safe weekend because that, that was, that was a lot, Tina. That was a lot. I'm sorry. And you that know was... I'm not even a Michael Jackson fan like that, but that was raw yeah. right there. Yeah, and I am, and that was that was the start of his smash. I'm sorry, Michael. God forgive me. 
Okay. Thank you, Janelle. Oh, so is that it? I'm sorry, Janelle. I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes, ma'am. That's, oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Uh, you know his brother, TJ, you're going to talk about him like that. You're going to be shame of yourself. Shame on your shame, shame, shame. Oh, I want to give a shout-out. <clears throat> there are no bir- – oh, yeah, birthday got a birthday coming up here. Wait. Oh, yeah, Bertha's birthday is going to be the 8th. That's D'Angelo's wife, my sister-in-law, your auntie-in-law. I don't even know what she is to you. But anyway, she'll be 79 on the 8th of April. And then we have Resurrection Sunday. Everyone, happy Resurrection. Oh, just excited. I'm just excited. So we're coming back on the 12th, correct? Correct. And I – Okay, Miss 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 uh Miss Terry, I don't know where you are, but you're so very absent tonight. But I want to, want you to know that I'm gonna miss you, and I hope to see you next week. Cause I love you, and I love you, and I love you, Janelle, Janelle, I love you, Cuckoo. I'm, I'm a cow now, Cuckoo. So I just want you to know wow. that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Like you do, just supporting the, the fam. We just we appreciate you so much, DJ. What can I say? You are you're just a sweetie poo in a woo woo woo. I just love you so much. The show was wonderful. I'm kind of glad to get back to two hours though. Okay, really am. Uh, anyway, so I just want to say that uh, you know you keep on doing what you're doing because what you're doing is about to pay off. I believe it in 2023. All right. Love you. Love you both right back. And God willing, we'll be back 8 p.m. next Wednesday. All right? Love you, ladies. All right, y'all. That is is the show tonight. Um, As I always say, whether you listen two minutes, 20 minutes, one hour, two hours, we thank you. We love you for the support. Share the show. Share the show. All right? Um, Tonight's Wednesday, Wikipedia, uh, 1965, the color of National Football League penalty flags. They used, they used by the officials, they were changed from white to gold, all right? So they used to be white. 1967, Wilt Chamberlain of the 76ers, he set an NBA playoff record when he got 41 rebounds in a game. And in 1984, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of the L.A. Lakers, he became the all-time NBA regular season scoring leader when he broke Wilt Chamberlain's record of 31,419 career points. And now we know that LeBron James holds that title, all right? So that's going to do it for your Wednesday Wikipedia. Uh, shout out to birthdays today. There was a lot of people who birthdays today, but I didn't know them. But shout out to Pharrell Williams. He turns a big 50 today. All right. Shout out to Marlon of um, Silicon Valley. Shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to the Chambers brothers, Harold and um, Marvin Chambers. Great big shout out to the Top Shop, uh, Robert Hatter, Jim Hicks, and sometimes Chris Walker, um, wonderful men out of Houston, Texas doing big things uh, from 12 to 2 Central Time. Great big shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength with Lucinda's lyrics tonight. Make sure that you check the recording. Um, she did an awesome job uh, on Resurrection Sunday. And uh, shout-out to the Triple Threat, Janelle, uh, tonight. Terry, she's on vacation, uh, so she is uh, definitely missed, but we uh, keep her in our prayers for safe travel. But shout-out to the Triple Threat tonight, Aunt Lou and Janelle. Happy birthday. Shout-out uh, to my cousin, Tamara Smith. She'll be celebrating her birthday on Resurrection Sunday, April the 9th. So shout-out to you, cuz. I love you. Shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. I love you, fellas. And, of course, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for everything you do for me, for LL Sports 2. I love you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. So that leaves time for one more thing. That is TJ's motivational moment, all right? And um, you know me. You know I love a good quote. Uh, so I saw this quote, and I just, it really spoke to me. Um, and it says, faith tells me that no matter what lies ahead of me, God's already there. Let me repeat that. Faith tells me that no matter what lies ahead of me, God's already there, meaning it's already been worked out. Um, you know, your girl's got a lot on her plate. <laughs> I've had a lot on my plate for the past several months. But, you know, um, you just have to know and believe that God has already worked it out. I think that's why that, that quote resonated with me. And faith, uh, we all know what 
you know, what faith is. In case we don't, let me give you a quick reminder. Hebrews uh, chapter 11, verses 1 and 6, verse 1. Now, faith is substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. To know that when we believe and when we have faith, we have to know that just because we can't see it now, because we may not see it tomorrow, that does not mean that it's not there. That does not mean that it's not already worked out. Um, in chapter, I'm sorry, in verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We have to meet him. You know, we have to, we have to know, we have to believe. And, and God doesn't ask much of us. All he says is we have to have faith the size of a mustard seed. That's all we have to have, y'all. But again, faith tells me that no matter what lies ahead of me, God's already there. We just have to believe, know that it's already done, and he will do the rest. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourselves, but most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.